Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our King, our great Savior, Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. He said to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour, the day of the coming of the Son of Man. I want to live my life like the faithful servant, just watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded. He's coming in the clouds for His people any moment to take us to that place He's been working on for us. Don't you want to be ready? Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, so thankful to be proclaiming to you and with you, King Jesus is coming. Let's get ready. Now, the Word of God is what deepens our faith, and without faith, it's impossible to please Him. So, let's have a word of prayer together and then look at the Word of God. Listen to it, and may it change our hearts, minds, and lives even more into the image of Messiah Jesus. Oh, Father in heaven, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity having been saved by you, to now grow in grace. And if there's any watching who have not yet been saved by you, oh, that they would receive Jesus as Lord during our time together today. Bless all of our viewers, please, Father. We ask it in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. So we're in 2 Timothy chapter 2. By way of reminder, Timothy is a spiritual son, not a biological son, a spiritual son of Paul. Paul is in jail for the gospel for the last time. He's getting ready to become a martyr and go to be with the Lord. And he's handing the baton off to Timothy. One of the reasons I love the book of 2 Timothy is because it's power-packed with some of the most important things, the last things Paul is sharing with Timothy, who is one who goes to the different congregations after Paul and, and, and helps disciple uh, leaders there, remind them uh, what's going on in terms of how to truly divide the Word of God and how to walk out this thing called the body of Messiah Jesus. He's also very influential. He's some type of, of leader in the church in Ephesus, I believe. Now, having said that, what we're going to do is start off reading 2 Timothy chapter 2. Um, I'm going to review, read verse 19, and then go into 20 and 21. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands having this seal. The Lord knows those who are His. And let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity, but in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Now, I, I ended up in verse 19 on our last program, and the solid foundation of God stands, and it's this. It's that the Lord knows those who are His. He's working by His grace and, 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 and directing traffic, if you will, in and around the people of the Lord. And even though there, there's afflictions and difficulties, the Lord delivers them out of them all. So God's responsibility, His work of grace in their life, I believe is demonstrated in this verse, the Lord knows who, those who are His. But man's responsibility, our responsibility to cooperate with grace is this. Let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity, going our own way against the Lord. I taught in greater detail about that verse on our last show. Now moving into verse 20. Uh, and, and so we see that this analogy of a house is given and the vessels that are used for serving. What do I mean? Well, in, in an ancient home back in this time in the first century, uh, there would have been, um, quite like today, certainly, there would have been um, utensils and uh, serving dishes used for food, right? 
But then there was also vessels used for the garbage, for the trash, right? One we can see here would be a vessel of honor, the other a vessel of dishonor. And we want to be a vessel of honor. Some of them were made for display even, while others were just made of clay and, 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 and things like that, right? And, and wood. So anyhow, he says this. He says, for those who cleanse themselves of iniquity, right? They'll be a vessel of honor. They'll be a vessel of honor. And, and, and so the Lord cleanses us, but it's also, we're also responsible to cleanse ourselves, right? Uh, the Bible says in 1 John chapter 3 that he who has this hope in, in him purifies himself just as he is pure. He who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. What is this? This is, this is the bride of Messiah watching for the groom to come. So the grace of the Lord is in us cleansing us. We see this in 1 John chapter 1, where it says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's the Lord's work in cleansing us. But our work is to confess our sins and to repent and to live a life repenting, turning away, changing our mind about our own ways and our sin and turning to the Lord and leaning upon his grace to, to, to direct us and to change our hearts, minds, and lives. It's, it's a cooperative effort, right? And so those who cooperate with his grace and cleanse themselves of iniquity will be a vessel of honor, sanctified. What does this mean? Set apart, set apart. They didn't have the vessels of honor sitting there with the vessels of dishonor. No, they were set apart one from the other. We're to be set apart from the world. We're to come out from among them. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. We're in this world to be a light in a dark place. We're not to be darkness ourselves, right? No, we're set apart, sanctified for what? We're, we're sanctified and, uh, for the master's service. We're sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Tragically, it's very foreign today in many churches. What do I mean? Well, many churches, the members and even the leadership have this idea that we, that God is good. We pray uh, at church on Sunday mornings. We sing songs, but then we go out and live our lives for ourselves in the name of Jesus. That's very foreign to the kingdom of heaven, let me tell you. That's very foreign to the Lord, right? And so we see grace operating with faith. In Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and not that of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. But listen to this. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. How do we do that? We cleanse ourselves. We cooperate with grace, realizing I'm set apart. I need to be useful for the master. He has work for me to do, and I need to do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says to Timothy uh, in verse 22, Flee also youthful lust, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. One of the things I love about the Lord, one of the things I embrace in his word is not only does he tell me what not to do, but he also tells me what I should be doing. Thank you, Lord. Could we use a little direction in the body of Messiah today? I say yea. And amen. And so he says, flee youthful lust. Listen, we live in a lust-filled world 
And the word lust means a strong desire for that which the Lord forbids, right? No, no, no. lust is celebrated today. Sin is exalted today. Woe to them who call evil good and good evil, the Bible says. Uh, and, And so what we're to do is flee childish lusts, youthful lusts, right? The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. We're to flee from these things. Oh, listen. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful, little ears, what you hear, right? For the Father up above is looking down in love, right? Yeah, that's what we need to be thinking like. And we need to pursue instead of those things. We, we're, we're told, no, you shouldn't desire these things. You shouldn't seek after these things. Here's what you should desire. Here's what you should seek after. What? Faith. Authentic faith in Messiah Jesus. Why? Because that's pleasing to God our Father. Yeah? Faith. Love. Love the Lord with all of your heart and love people. Peace, especially these things with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Frankly, I want to tell you something that's very, uh, that's somewhat unique about, about my life and my relationships. What is it? I have close relationships with those who are Messianic, with those who are Baptists, with those who are Charismatic, and with those who are Pentecostal. I have very close relationships often with individuals that don't hang out with people from these other denominations. Why? Why do I have those close relationships? Because in all of those, what I'm looking for are real Yeshua people, real Jesus people. And so in all of those uh, denominations or ways of walking out our faith, there are people who are really Yeshua people, but there are others who are not so much. And, and, and even some of those who are not so much are really interested in the things of their denomination, but not really walking with the Lord. But I'm pursuing these things. Paul talks about to Timothy, righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. I'm seeking Jesus people, Yeshua people, and have relationships with some of them from all of these denominations. Yeah? I think that's the heart of the Lord. Now listen, we're going to a break and I've got some very important things to share with you in just a moment. Then we'll come back to the teaching of the Word in 2 Timothy. Watch therefore, be ready. Well, I pray the program is blessing you today. And I'd like to take a little bit of time and share with you some opportunities we have together with the Watch Therefore message and ministries that spring from it. Now before I do so, my custom is, and, and the reason I do this is because there's so much strange stuff, even on television today. Uh, so I, I want to tell you that if you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money to this ministry. It's our prayer that you receive Jesus as Lord today and simply enjoy the program. With this program, uh, as I talk to you about partnership with our ministry and media, I'm not going to guarantee you or promise you any kind of increase. Or uh, like if you give $50, I'm not going to promise you a 50-fold increase. I'm not going to quote a scripture and say, well, because of this, if you do this, the Lord will do that. And, and, and there are many promises in the Bible about giving and laying your treasures up in heaven. And as we trust the Lord with resources, He gives back to us. And there are, there are scriptures about that. But, but the reason I go this way is because there's an abuse of that and, and I don't want to be lumped in with that. I will tell you this, that if you walk with Messiah Jesus in righteousness and you seek after the Lord with your whole heart and you love the Lord and you love people, then He will make a way for you 
and your basic needs, he promises to meet those. Hallelujah. Now, my help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. This program airtime is very expensive, yet I trust the Lord to raise up faithful partners who are hearing this message even today, and you hear from the Lord, I want to partner with this. Okay, let's just keep it that simple. So I want to share a few ways you can do that should the Lord put that on your heart. Uh, we have our television airtime for Watch Therefore, the television program. And you can go to our website at watchtherefore.tv and you can find out how to partner with us prayerfully and financially with the television program. Uh, we also uh, have our, uh, our ministry blessing Israeli believers. Uh, we believe the gospels to the Jew first and then to the Gentile, uh, not because the Lord loves one more than the other. It's just his, it's his covenant order. You see that in Romans chapter 1, verse 16. We like to keep it biblical. Our guide is the word of God. And so for that reason, we have blessing Israeli believers. We have partners here in the land of Israel. I live in northern Israel. We get out the gospel. We make disciples and we partner with other believers here in Israel who do the same. Uh, different kinds of specific ministries like pro-life, Holocaust survivors, and, and much more. And you can, again, you can go to watchtherefore.tv and from there you can go to our Blessing Israeli Believers website that shows you uh, the ministries we have. Now we have many different ministries within all of these and I don't have time to go into today. So if you'll go with these three primary options and go to the websites and take a look, you'll get a lot more information and hear from the Lord and see where He directs you. So we have Blessing Israeli Believers. Uh, we also have Poured Out for the Nations because the gospel and discipleship is also to the nations. Primarily, we do our gospel preaching, uh, pastors' conferences, discipleship through the scriptures, and also our orphan work. And we have a special program called the Send It Ahead program uh, that you find out more details on our watchtherefore.tv and also our pouredoutforthenations.com website. Don't worry if you didn't get that. You can get to that website from watchtherefore.tv. So it's Watch Therefore, Blessing Israeli Believers, Poured Out for the Nations, these are primary ways that you can partner prayerfully and financially with our ministry. Now, you can go to the website and also sign up. We encourage you to do this. Sign up for our monthly newsletter that will come to you in the form of Blessing Israeli Believers Report Out for the Nations. Sign up for those newsletters. So for you prayer people, you'll have prayer points. You can read through that letter. You'll know what to pray for. And uh, also... Uh, you'll have more information on what you're sowing into financially as well. The television program is on, um, on by subscription on DirecTV and Dish Network through CTN right now. So it goes all across North America and on a satellite to 75% of the world. We preach the gospel at the end of the program. Our Watch the Reform message is very compelling to, to keep people walking with the Lord and to see people saved because King Jesus is coming any moment. So we're going back to the program now. We trust the Lord that, that you who he's raising up to partner with us, you'll hear from the Lord about these things and we'll just trust him. And together what we'll do is this. We'll watch therefore and we'll get ready for King Jesus to come. Back to the program. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. We're continuing on in 2 Timothy chapter 2. And I'm going to begin in verse 23 and read to the end of the chapter. Verse 26, but avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, in humility, correcting those who are in opposition. 
if God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth and they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him, to do his will. The devil wins when we argue the Bible. The devil wins when we argue the Bible. And it takes two to argue. So if there's someone, even with a demonic position, in chains, in bondage, may they, if they're screaming, yelling, and saying the craziest, awful things about the Lord, I don't have to argue. I don't have to argue. As a matter of fact, I should want to see that person set free. Hallelujah. But there's a principle I learned many years ago I'm going to share with you, and here it is. Slaves can't free slaves. Slaves can't free slaves. We have to be free ourselves to be able to see others through our lives and ministry set free. And that's why, verse 24, And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient. And and so what we see here is that we have the self-control not to quarrel, not to argue, not to get angry. I want to tell you something. This is a real... uh, piece of evidence with regard to growing in grace and maturing in the Lord. Uh, Self-control is part of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I remember many years ago, I was learning the Bible. I was learning Bible doctrine. I was excited to follow Jesus. And I got so angry when people didn't know the Bible and people uh, had crazy positions. And there's a lot of weird stuff out there, okay? But then, Here I am, sinning against the Lord, arguing and getting upset and red in the face, uh, trying to convince someone in love to to get right with the Lord about something, right? No, no, it's, it's not God's way. It's not God's way. And thankfully, those episodes in my life, though I still run into a lot of craziness and people who are in a great deal of bondage, those episodes where I don't control myself well are fewer and further between. We're to grow in grace and we're commanded not to quarrel, right? And, and that we're to be gentle. Paul says in another place in the Bible that your gentleness would be known by all, right? Yeah, we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, so we shouldn't get our, uh, angry at people. We should be angry at the devil and his demons, but we should be angry and not sin, right? And so with regard to people, we should remember, now listen, that could be me. As a matter of fact, there have been times in my life where that has been me and much, much worse, right? So we're to be humble and patient and we're to correct in love those who are in opposition, right? Now, I'm going to go over to Galatians chapter 6 because there's a place where we see even if someone's caught up in sin because of their bondage and the chains of iniquity, there's a way we can go to people. It's in Galatians chapter 6, beginning verse 1 here. He says, brethren... If a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Right? And he goes on in verse 2, Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. See, we should go to other people and talk to other people who are in bondage like we would want them to talk to us. If we were in bondage and and we're not above being deceived, none of us are. That's why we have to remain humble 
and, and, and broken and contrite before the Lord that he is close to us and we are close to him, right? And so he says, if God perhaps will grant them repentance. Oh, listen, I say it this way. The second greatest gift, because the first greatest gift is Messiah Jesus given on the cross to die for our sins, the resurrected Savior. I say the second greatest gift is the gift of repentance. The Lord grants us the capacity to repent, to change our mind about our sin. And and what we see here is God has his part. There's other places in the Bible. For example, again, where Paul commands all men everywhere to repent. Paul said God commands all men everywhere to repent. And so the Lord has his part, but we have ours. But we can't repent, but that the Lord grants repentance. So our desire should be to cooperate with what the Lord is doing in the person's life who's in bondage, right? And to be humble and gentle. Why? So that our bad behavior is not a distraction that turns them away from the Lord even further, right? Why would we do this? Why would we not quarrel and be gentle and, 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 and patiently teach people and and correct them in humility why we do that if god perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil having been taken captive by him to do his will listen we have to wrestle as i said a moment again with the right person if they're in chains and demonic bondage then they can't see they don't have eyes to see and ears to hear but you know something Love breaks through. Love breaks through. If someone is behaving badly towards us, right? The first thing that breaks through isn't the words that we speak to them. It's the way that we say them, right? The way that we behave towards them, that's the tip of the spear, right? And and, and then they can hear, there's an old saying out there, people don't know how much don't care how much you know until they know how much you care right and so the most powerful weapon we have is the love of abba father right and 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 there are people around my life who have been mentors and people who who uh, the lord's raised up around my life and i i see them and i go wow that person loves people like the lord loves people that person loves people right and so if 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 you're in a situation and if we are if i'm in a situation if we are in a situation where we're talking to to people and we start getting angry and we start quarreling it's best just to stop but what's even better is to be filled with the holy spirit of love and compassion with a strong desire to see people set free hallelujah and then we can partner with the grace of the Lord and the mercy of the Lord to see people set free from the demon spirits that have taken them captive. You see, the problem isn't only that they believe wrong, and that's the subject of the discussion that, that, that would tempt a person to quarrel. It's that they, they're in bondage and they need to be set free. And what sets people free? The truth. But the truth has to be delivered in love so that people can hear it and that it can break through. And that's why Paul says in another place in Scripture that we're to tell the truth in love. I heard it said like this. It's really good. 
Love without the truth is lying, and the truth without love is brutality. Right? And, and so we should have this perfect balance of the truth in love. And, and maybe you're watching today, and you're hearing these things, and, and, and the Holy Spirit is even showing you there's bondage in your life. There, there are chains in your life. I, there, there are what are called strongholds, houses of dark thoughts that are set up in your heart, mind, and life that, that, that uh, um, uh, have, have you bound up and, and you can't get free. I heard it said this way. What is a stronghold? It's anything that has a strong hold on you. And Jesus the Lord died on the cross for your sins. He was buried on the third day, rose again. And the most powerful stronghold is sin that leads to death, eternal separation from the Lord in a place called hell. And Messiah Jesus came with this truth, the gospel. What is the gospel? That means good news, that he lived a sinless life. He died on the cross for your sins. He was buried and, excuse me, hallelujah, on the third day he rose from the grave. And he offers you the gift of repentance. What does this mean? That you can change your mind about your sin. The Lord commands commands us to repent and believe in the gospel. You can turn away from your sins, at least in your heart and mind, and say, Jesus, Lord, I want to turn away from my sins. Please save me, forgive me. And he will. You put your faith in Jesus Christ, turn away from your sins and commit yourself to him. And he'll baptize you in the Holy Spirit. He'll change you. He'll he'll declare you righteous, justified. And you'll be born again. He'll fill you with his Holy Spirit. And he'll give you a new life. And as you go to sin, the Holy Spirit will deliver you from it and show you how not to live that way, how not to think that way, how not to speak that way. And, and you'll grow in grace. Yeah? And you'll be forgiven for your sins. You'll be given eternal life. Oh, Jesus, Lord, as people are watching, wherever they are in their life, wherever they are or they are not with you, please, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, meet them at their point of need and bring them out of bondage and set them free. Thank you, Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Hallelujah and amen. We're out of time for this program today. So remember, this more, This is so important. Watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website, watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, We're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready.